where winds the path to justice. Darkness winds the path. It is not a pleasant job, the destruction of evil, or even the identification of evil to begin with. Yet that is the path many of our party members have chosen, and today they will find one of many difficulties in being the decider of who lives and who dies. Who can say that path will wind to easier avenues, but I have a feeling it won't. This week, on Hollowed Shores. Imagine with me, if you will, a sound. The soundscape of this particular part of or of this massive machine is overwhelming in a good day. Wrenching, grinding, grinding, wrenching, metal on metal, the crackling and boom smash of lightning in the distance, crackling various load pillars that make up the synapse field. Now, new sound is added to the mix. Gunshot. Splatter. Gergelin is dead. Shot through the skull. Incredibly high bore. Shotgun round. Not much left of what used to be his head. He's cradled. Gently as one can with an appendage. Not of this planet. Moment. Smoke whizzes out, all hot. Broken cavaliers begin to adopt the moniker they all share in a much more literal sense. Limbs begin to shrivel like trees turning into the winter. Fast forwarded. Fall. Their bodies all begin to contort and shrivel. Soon, begin to look like men once more. Just a second, I need to know the names of these fucking guys, otherwise this won't make any damn sense. Hector, Karnak, and Melkor? Yeah, I just need to know which one's which. Um, Melkor, who held Gergelin, drops him. Gently, but he can't help it as he begins to lose control over the massive, multi-limbed bludgeon of a limb. Now, longer his left arm. Limbs that made up massive appendage wilt, whooshing into a breeze unseen. 
Arnak sheds his various limbs along his sea urchin-like body until the core of him is revealed. Hector, his snake body pulling out from his hips, inches off of him like a sea cucumber and shrivels like a snakeskin. Light from Karnak and Hector immediately dies and they slump to the ground. Light remains in Melkor. Stumbles forward. The hand. Letson's face. Tries in his last moments. White escaping. Thank you. He collapses. The rest of his comrades. Cavaliers are freed. Silence hangs over those of you left. Linden has nothing to say. Walks to Setson. Takes the gun out of his hands. Should head back. <clears throat> we should start heading back. Got it. Thesson says nothing more. And the march home begins. Uh, before we do, I feel like I also need to take the uh, D10 stress that we talked about last time. Ah, yes. And absolutely. You have been synced to this same network, so it'll die. It's not that much of a link, but you're definitely going to take some pain. Yep. It's only two. Total stress? Uh, it's going to be two since I took that major last time, so it's just going to be you're good blood stress your eyes bleed you're not wounded whatever tears may have been escaping from this incident especially recognizing the age of this young man and the parallels that it may have with another young man that occupies a very heart blood feel these shards of crystal work their way out of your body glinting March home begins. I don't want to do a return delve. I don't feel like this is an appropriate It's for expediences sake. I've avoided delves most of this campaign. Dragon quest rules. I think it's best to just get out of the dungeon, but I'd like to uh, montage briefly. That's a delve. Typically should be anyway. The rolls. Remember the descent, the synapse field. I'd like to hear from each of you the moment on the return journey, whether emotionally charged or uh, a moment to witness something melancholically beautiful. Up to you. Top of the list here. All right. <clears throat> um, I think Alessa. Alessa's a little shaken, not 
because of the actions that just happened, but she's been in this situation before and recognizes that the chemistry in the air around this group has now changed. That this group is going to be a little different from now on. Um, I don't think she's paying too much attention to the scenery around her. I think she's just looking at her teammates and just kind of hoping that things shake out better than they have for her in the past. Um, Marceline, while they're, they're sort of trudging their way back towards the surface, um, he's, you sets in my notice that Marceline's sort of having a difficult time looking at him. Um, he, he sort of keeps his gaze elsewhere, um, sort of trying to get the, uh, the little bits of crystal out of his eyes, like getting the, the the schmutz out of his eyes, you know, after sleeping. Um, he, uh, when they get on the trams, he, uh, he sort of takes, uh, a, an oar, but, uh, consciously, uh, sits apart from, from Setson. And you, you get the sense he's not angry at Setson either. Um, if he, he feels anything, it's, it's more confusion. Um, at watching a young person die, someone that reminds him of, of someone he cares deeply about, yet there was nothing he could do. For Mob, he has, you know, a far off look in his eyes as he just sits on the ride home on the ride back to the to the outside world up till that point he'd only ever seen well in in a child's mind of of good and evil being you know black and white he'd only ever seen people he'd consider being bad suffer at the hands of the heart uh people like the people in the blanking on the on the name uh, the heaven place city of gold oh. city of gold <clears throat> he'd, he'd only ever seen people he'd assumed to have been bad suffer people who were willing to jump into violence like in the city of gold at the drop of a pin uh but Grigellin seemed to have had the best intentions along with the rest of the cavaliers and that shakes him uh to the point where you know he he just wants to see his brother. He's doing this all for his brother. That's 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 his end goal at the end of the day. And that's what's lodged in his mind, that he has to make sure that nobody else suffers, that his brother doesn't have to come down here and suffer like these people have. Setson, for better or for worse, did what he had to. 
He didn't particularly enjoy it. I don't think anybody would have. But... He did what he had to. When push comes to shove, Setson resorting to violence is natural for him. Taking lives is much easier for him than he would like it to be. It's a thought that he pushes backwards into his mind. The lives that he's taken on this journey were out of necessity. At least, that's what he tells himself. He had to do these things. And this is no different, but... This wasn't defeating a foe or conquering an enemy. This was putting someone out of their misery. Couldn't shake the fact that killing was too easy for him. It made this nodding, complicated feeling rise in his gut. He tried to focus on the well-being of his, the rest of his party on the journey back. As, um... Has Setson killed before? I can't recall over the course of this campaign. Yeah. Um, Setson... Well, I... I guess it can be argued whether or not uh, Burnbellows' re-death was his fault. But, you know, Burnbellows died as a consequence of Setson's actions. Did you kill any of those raiders back in, uh, in Sedmark? Uh, broke one of their noses real good. Didn't wake up. Yeah. It's, Nonetheless, uh, this is definitely the most immediate death. Just, uh, the, the closest death has been, especially since Burnbill. Oh. And he still threw himself through the window. He just guided him. In this instance, I mean, you aimed, you pulled the trigger. Yeah. Setson, Something to maul. Yeah. Setson's killed before this, but this feels different. Doing what he had to do was no longer something that he did out of desperation. It was something that he'd done because he had some shred of mercy. Heavy journey back, to say the least. Rapture ride is silent, stilted, difficult, outside of the chance, and to make the correct movements with the oars from Linden. 
the first time, especially with the lack of expediency you once had descending, is that there are life forms within this bizarre, silicate, spindly things like deep sea creatures wisping between the magnetic currents of the synapse. Crabs of a kind, claws clicking and snapping, trying to snag the spindly wind chime creatures whistling through the synapse. A surprising amount of life buried in this thing that feels very dead. Or akin to fungus scavenging the life left in the dead. Uh, an ecosystem built around this thing like a coral reef built shipwreck. But the world behind you, this machine, is to beat solved one of the problems it caused, but unfortunately, the same could happen again. Send back to the relative light of labor. Assistance. Scramble off, taking the equipment back to what must be Linden's living very close to the entrance. Linden keeps his back to you as he speaks. It's that. It's worth it, whoever you came down here for. Mr. Beefsteak sticks his little paws out of the backpack he's been traveling in this whole time. He's filled with a kind of mourning, at the very least reacting Fostering of his owner. Mm. Alessa definitely pets Mr. Beefsteak. This is a sweet little baby. Good boy. Okay. Uh, Marceline uh, just says, uh, yeah, um, don't, don't mention it. Uh, good. Oh, I want to say good working with you, but, you know. Yeah. the same. But, obviously, senses. Finally turns. Thank you for doing it. Strength. Of my gratitude for that. Folks doing after this, leaving town, I presume. Yeah, I think that'd be best. Phew. Uh, Somebody who's pretty handy with machinery. My hands. Find a work after this. I'd. Continue. Uh, this machine. Today. Yeah, I can see how you'd feel that way. Uh, if I could suggest, I would argue th this would count as a bond for Setson. Um. 
Sure. Yeah. He yeah. he d- he did him a grand favor. Yeah, that, that works for me. A, a real G homie solid, if you will. Hey, man, could you kill this kid for me? <laughs> God, I'm just so, so I'm busy. <laughs> Scheduling and all that stuff. Just come on. Come on. Come on. Just one little kid. Come on. Yeah, no. You can get a bond. Right on down. We'll we'll let you know if we have an opening and um but uh right now we gotta see a man about a ship. Yeah. So we can get the hell out of this town. The boat has a way of sucking you in. Very easy to get used to it. Yeah, um speaking about comforts and ignoring things uh one thing i did want to bring up though your um erstwhile employers now that you're no longer working for them the uh solar church you might want to give us a few details there i would mightily appreciate it suppose so just um name of your contact that would be i think helpful to all of us it's Helio, obviously. For the church in town. Facilitates all the deals. Huh. See, uh, we talked to him before, didn't we? And he didn't mention anything like that, did he? Nah, but he made my skin crawl. So I'm too surprised. <laughs> Dealing to that nature, especially down here. He's a private man, so is the church. Yeah, um, uh, Marcelin is looking over at Setson now, finally, trying to gauge his reaction, because uh, this isn't something he had mentioned before, but, um. Setson is sitting in silence, but he's not quite stunned, not in the way that one would be if they were angry. It's a more confused silence. He's, he's trying to hide it, but the fact that all of this had been related to the Solar Church the whole time, he never put two and two together. Wish he would have. Any more questions? I'm trying to remember if there's anything else we should ask him. Um... Does anyone, because I, I know this is related to the solar church and solar architects, so I mean, that's something we want to pursue more and go back to them and try and just want to make sure I'm crossing all our T's and so forth. I mean, I got, I got nothing. Yeah, um, might have to pay another visit to that, uh, that solar church fellow, just to follow up question. Don't worry. I won't say where I got this information from. Yeah. I got it. I appreciate it. I got a question. Tell me. You know anything about Adolfo? Doesn't ring a bell. Who is he? Pretty uh, important guy as far as the solar architects are concerned. Ah. Uh, well, I'd say it's very common for higher ups like that to just send down here. 
Mogla work, research facility, all that. Right. Did wasn't exactly passing around his name, but to poke around, get here, you'll talk, you figure out something. Yeah, will do. Sorry that you have to. Sorry that you had to see all that. Sympathies, but doesn't bring the kid back. Say I'm not bitter at something. Exactly what it is yet, but find it. Sure you will. Take it easy, all right? Yeah. Yeah. As easy as anyone can down here. I'll be safe. Will do. Right, Mr. Beefsteak. Oh, what a little baby. Oh, I love him. He's a sweet one. Speed you lot. And bounces is off. All right, gang. No use in uh, wallowing around. Let's go get our boat. Yeah, but that sounds like a good way to get our mind off of it. Yeah, I mean, it was all worth something. In the end, we... You know, it's, it's the the kid was. Hey, 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 hey! You know an even better way to get our mind off it? Just Not fucking talking about it. Stop, s stop talking about it, please. I need a drink. I need so a do drink. I. Don't we yeah. all? All? Well, no, <laughs> not you. All right, I think it was heavily implied. You will not be drinking. Hmm. One day, how? I mean, you're like a teenager now. You're a, you're of look, kid. You're of prime drink stealing age. Okay, look, I ain't got eyes in the back of my head all the time. I don't think that's true. Well, not all the time. I get headaches. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. Wait, you have eyes in the? Uh, ne never mind. Uh. <laughs> now, please, for the love of all that is holy. I want to get out of this city so fucking bad. Seconded. Yeah. Let's vamoose. And we go. Off you go. Okay, so. <clears throat> three prongs here. One, somebody will probably want to go try to talk to Helio again. Mm -hmm. Two, when you talk to Nocien, you stated that um, she will travel with you during this next leg of your journey. So you can get passage to this place in which uh, you can discover where the cormorant is going. Or, uh, she understands it. Uh, there are people who have also been researching this thing where she was traveling. Finally, of course, you have to claim the boat itself. Let's cross these items off our checklist, shall we, gentlemen? Alrighty. Let's do it. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Do we want to, like, split up and do this or just, like, go as a group to get the boat and get the th then talk to Nocian and then talk to Heliol, or? That sounds like a, a good combo. I mean, we can get the boat together and then split up. Yeah. Because, um, to be honest, I don't think Alessa has any interest in talking to Heliol again. Yeah. I, I, th I think splitting up for the... Uh... Splitting up for the other two things is a good idea. Yeah, I yeah. agree. All right, so yeah, let's go get our boat. <clears throat> let's get it. Let's get the boat. <clears throat> so you head back to the docks. Back to a man. 
named Delete. Can you describe same what, place? Can you describe what Delete looks like again? Um, I mean, I didn't describe him in too in depth. He's an older man, a gnarled little knot. Um, he's uh, hunched over. He's he's got that stiff lower back that anybody working on their feet and hands kind of has. Um, he's he's more toned than uh, one would anticipate from a man his age, but of course he is a ship worker and uh, balding on the pate. Um, still got some hair clinging to the sides of his head. Uh, a little bit of a beard. Clearly, kind of keeps. Coat bound to him with a belt. He's actually put on top of the coat. Delete, honey, baby. What's happening? Uh, well, I see you have returned. Yeah, we, uh, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't too much of a thing. You know, it wasn't too hard. It wasn't, uh, wasn't a big deal. You know, we got it done. No big deal. No big deal at all. I just imagine, like, Alessa's shining salesman face, and behind her, her three compatriots just just fully fucking sullen, just sulking eyes. Gotta, gotta put on that winning salesman smile. Well, I heard from Tarion that it is done, so I suppose a deal is a deal. Right it is. Where's the keys? Yes, yes, yes. Uh... Hold on, let me find them. Oh, shit, that's right. Right, this is a uh, peculiar device in more than one way. Fortunately, uh, there's no key. All right, okay. I... Please explain yourself. This is a... Uh, Peculiar device, as I previously mentioned. Yes, as you said. Simply, it is a, a series of lever pulls, pulleys, uh, hooters, hooters, buttons, etc. <laughs> a pattern you must learn to turn this thing on, which luckily will act as a key unto itself, but um, will take a moment to learn, so... All like to partake in this, you're welcome to come with me. God, I fucking hate this shitty, creepy, Willy Wonka-ass fucking island. All right, let's fuck... Yeah, show me your... Show me your passcode. Show me your fucking... Your puzzle box so I can drive the spider. It's the wonky Willy. <laughs> oh, please, take me on a date first. Uh, I'm confused. Um, so am I. <laughs> so am I. Come on, you guys didn't read... Willy Wonkyum's Willy Wonka's Wonder Emporium as a kid. Come on. She speaks in riddles. <laughs> I don't know what three of those words mean. <laughs> I understand all of those words, and yet none of them belong in the same sentence. I, I don't think that's an actual thing. I think you're just lying to us at this point, Alessa. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. <laughs> Gaslighting the entire rest of the party. <laughs> That's what she's here for, baby. Gaslight, gaslight girl boss. <laughs> gaslight, <laughs> girl boss, gaslight. <laughs> Another gaslight. Our upcoming dating show, be like. <laughs> uh, Delete shows you in. 
Um, I'm not going to describe this ship too much because that, my friends, is your job because it's your damn boat. Um, so I'm going to start to leave the detail. I'm just going to kind of ask the details and you guys are going to mad libs this fucking spider. This Tarantacular crawler. Tarantacular. Um, so first things first, how do we get into this thing? I'm imagining. That is a very good question. <laughs> the spider butt opens. Yes, that's also what I was <laughs> oh, thinking. Yes. Where the webs come out. <laughs> Wait, does this thing shoot web? No. Are we thinking this thing is literally shaped like a spider? <laughs> yes! Now it is. Like it ha it's called, I, you, I you named it. I know, but I had just thought of it as, as like, a pod with legs attached to it. Yeah. That's why it's called the Tarantacular Crawler. Not Same. just like it literally has I was a imagining thorax. it looking like a bigger version of those robots from the uh the Ghost in the Shell anime. Oh, the Tachikoma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. My man knows his gits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Let me refresh myself on the Tachikoma. I was okay. imagining I mean I Oh, go ahead. Yes, I was thinking of it as like the Tachikoma, but just with the center part, not with the thorax. Yeah. But I mean, if you guys want a thorax, it's worth. Oh, get a spinneret on this ass. thing. Give me spider ass. Get that booty. Get. <laughs> Is it dummy thick? Um, Is it dummy? Does it do be dummy thick? Is it thicker than a bowl of oatmeal? Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> So, Hunter, um, this is why you find the memes of the kids funny. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of shitty. <laughs> I'm kind of shitty and not funny. Did you guys <laughs> kind of awful? Um, yeah. Okay, sorry. The cephalothorax. So, um, I mean, if you guys want like a cargo container esque little yeah, like a dual chamber, like one for piloting, yeah, the other for anything else. else. For being in, yeah. I, that makes sense. Like, the pilot zone is, is like, the main abdomen part of the spider. Um, sure. And we'll say that, like, it originally had, like, manipulator arms on the front. Like, you kind of extend them and they can snag and pull it back. Those are just fucked, though. We're gonna have to repair them. Like a Tachikoma. Um, seems like it also probably had, um, just learned the term for this, but my brain is not gonna allow me oh, to Oh, please, we gotta learn. What is it? Uh, it's the name of the thing that you like attach a gun to the top of like a truck or a boat or something. Oh, a turret? yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Now I'm forgetting it. This Tachikoma it, has pom poms. Is, is it a turret? No, I mean, it's technically a kind it's what of you attach turret, a turret Bonson? To. No, that's not it. No, there's like a special nerd word for it. Fuck, we got to know what the nerd word is. We're going to get eaten alive. I'll I'll figure it out as we're continuing. So yeah, that's there. Like the mount where a gun or a cannon would go with like a hatch you unseal. But again, gun gone. Um, gun gone. Mount is the mount is there. And yeah, so I guess there's a hatch on the 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 cephalic whatever it is on the thorax on the on the ass on the spider ass. <laughs> um, and Dulite has to like kick it several times. Like I don't know what do you mean like a lever or like a a twist. A twist pull kind a of deal. Fucking bop it. Bop it. Well, well. Then what happens if something runs into the back of you? Do, you, do the back compartment just swing open immediately? Okay, no, never mind. Yeah, the I, whole bop it. 
I was thinking yeah, like you a, have to, like a, you have to beat Bop. It. You have to do well. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. The, the controls are to like start it up, just to bop it. That is essentially going to be a bop it. Yeah. Um, but no, to be. open the back, I, I, I mean, I guess I was imagining like a, a submarine door, like, yeah, like wheel. Yeah. Oh, like the spinny wheel, and you, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like I like the big spinny wheel, and you swing it up, and then boom, you're in Bioshock, baby. Oh yeah, Dooley spins open this wheel, um, and it swings open, and it smells like garbage. It is <laughs> rancid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what is that? It's Jesus. Uh, oh. That is a couple of lunches, honestly, probably. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, you're you about mean? to see mine here in a minute. Jesus. I let my nieces and her terrible friends uh, take a series of lunches inside of this boat because it was not operational and they did not clean at all. So your your nieces are the worst. What do They're... they eat for lunch? I do not Fear. ask. Nightmares. Terrible, terrible, terrible nieces. So I I do not ask. God. You'll probably want to clean that. It is um. Probably a health hazard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. In you go. So I'm thinking, um, we gotta design this thorax, right? I'm thinking it's like two chambered, right? There's like a top chamber. Um, probably sits a little higher than the, the like body, the, the sort of cockpit. Um, How big is this but, thing? Uh, um, like a camper. Okay, a that, that makes camper. a lot more sense. That, that conceptually is a lot easier to wrap my head around yeah imagine a camper but like the back of it is sort of folded up i like that right so it's, I like, imagine, so it's like like, got, like like how people put a like a little camper in their truck bed in a pickup truck yeah 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 exactly that's kind of the height back there so there's like a little ladder that leads down in sort of the, the, the lower chamber um which you know a bedroom ish um you can you can tell the upper level is probably more intended for or uh, maintenance and that like. Um, see, there's probably some old shitty tools that Dooley is more than willing to let you have. The bottom chamber probably uh, probably meant more like a sleeper cabin. Um, probably just enough bunk beds, like, you know, two in each wall kind of thing. Again, camper. This is meant for, like, more of the sleeping quarters. And also there's probably, like, a Dooley tries to show you, but it's, like, all but rusted shut that there's a table in the floor that can come up. Like, it, it is the floor, and you, like, you wrench it, like, big circular table and you have to turn it like, eh. oh, if you okay. get it eventually it clicks and it pops up and then there's like a underneath where the table comes up there's like a it's almost like a Japanese restaurant where you have the tables that are like in the ground and you yeah. put feet into yeah. Like I, yeah I like get that. that I've been watching a lot of videos about camper vans and this is just tickling my brain here's our, our, our boat camper um, oh, so yeah, yeah. there's a there's a little table area um but again, it's like rusted shut and it comes up like halfway and he's like, hey, you probably have to degrease that or something before that works. Um, and then, yeah, out of the thorax, there's some, you know, like a small walkway, incredibly small, kind of like that that middle kitchen part of most campers. Um, where, yeah, there's probably some like basic, what is it, gas stoves? Is, a, is that a Victorian thing? Do they have gas stoves in Victorian? Um, I know, let's, like, just, let's, just, wise, let's just go we, safe with it and say it's like a wood stove can't do you can't burn wood inside like a spire black cabin. stove yeah spire black spire stove. black's fine yeah 
Um, yeah, you got some, some Aspire Black Stove with like a vent that you kind of got to cap off before you descend. Um, totally be an asshole. And if we get like a supplies fallout in the, in the fucking underwater, it's like that thing swings open and Icker just gets like pulled ah, through fuck. the fucking vent. Um, uh, so yeah, there's like this little kind of middle walkway and there's also um, some portholes at this point. There are portholes on the top layer of the thorax chamber for you to look out, almost like sort of a lookout. Um, there's also like a, a top, um, the same kind of um, port on the top that is uh, in the middle here in this middle walkway um, that leads up to the gun chamber. Again, little little ladder. Maybe that one has like a rope ladder that's like attached to the top, almost like one of those emergency exits in a bus. Like like it looks like that. So there's one of those in the top of the thorax and one of those in this little middle walkway into the cockpit. The middle one leading up to the gun. The one in the thorax kind of just for peeking. And then, yeah, there's there's portcullises or whatever to, to peer out either just outside of the ship or into the ichor when you're, when you're in there. Um, and then finally, we have the cockpit. Um, so, I've given you a general layout here. Let's add some details, my friends. Toss in. Name some wacky shit. Describe this thing being gross. Um, or features you want to see inside of this thing. Just let me know. I am Hold on, did imagining... you say portcullises? The right word, portcullis? No, portcullis Port is the, the great... The, the gate? Yeah, the, it was yeah. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. the, the big metal great gate. That is yeah. a gate, not a portcullis. Do you mean um, periscope or... No, like just, just a porthole. Port yeah, porthole. Porthole. Porthole, port port yeah. Little circular windows are going to peer out. Classic old submarine shit. So yeah, what were you saying, Setson? You wanted to add something? Yeah, uh, I'm imagining this sort of viewfinder that's stored a little bit above where the uh, pilot sits, and it swings downwards, and it's this little kind of periscope thing that only covers one eye. I'm down. What you see underneath the <clears throat> the, the crawler? Yeah. A telescope periscope. Nice. Yeah. I would so like to add. Good. I'm sorry. You go ahead. I was just gonna say, good, good time to mention um, the thorax. Like the the two rooms in it are like the upper two thirds of the thing. The bottom third of the thorax is all the engine mm. machinery, tomfoolery. So if you're gonna take any critical hits to the this motherfucker, that's where it is. I think it's probably the thickest armor, thickest plating, and everything. And of course, um, there's probably like a little hatch at the back of the little. Maybe it's like underneath. Um, the bunk beds or something, something deeply inconvenient. You have to like flip the mattress and then climb underneath. Sorry, some sleeping butts. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you climb down there and you get into the engine chamber, which is just cramped and claustrophobic and horrible. I would like to add that there is a um in the cockpit, uh, a fish finder that looks as though it's it's had like a a little more technology added to it, like a like a, a rudimentary radar, um. And it, you can like see at the bottom like uh, uh, Fish Finder 2000, but the fish has been scratched out and just replaced with like marker on tape. Uh, fucked up Beasties Finder. We gotta uh, we gotta Victorianize that. Oh, come gotta be on, like the right. spectac the spectacular Beast Finder or some shit. And then yeah, hold on, look. scratch into you know like the patent medicine names and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snip yeah. On there. Um, yeah, Doctor Parnathus's. Uh, yeah, exactly. 
Yeah. Uh, um, all right. Come back to me. I'll figure something out. You're good. I'm totally down for that, but it's fucked. Yes. No, 100%. But all of the, all the workings, all the housing and all that shit's there for, but you got to fix that bad boy up. And we'll, we'll yeah. have essentially a rudimentary uh, sonar down there. Thinking Anybody else got anything cool? Yeah, I'm thinking how like the legs sort of must come into into the space, almost like you can see where like the pistons are like rusted and and sort of gummed up with with junk or maybe some spray from these awful nieces' dinners. We don't lunches. We don't actually know what it's gummed <laughs> up with. Um, but imagining like the interior of like of a sh- of a ship's engine. If you like, I'm, I'm thinking back to fucking like Tanktanic or something. But like where these massive pistons are like coming in and it's like just like knock you in the head. So these like sort of miniaturized versions of these where the like the legs come and move. Um, but you have to like sort of while it's moving, you sort of have to get like just keep out of their way because otherwise you just like knock your hat off or your head off or just punch you straight in the face. Yeah, I know. I get you. So, like, when you know, when you guys are operating the legs and out of the icker, yeah, they're, you, yeah, you got to be careful walking around the cabin and stuff, or these things will thump you right in the skull. Hmm. I'm thinking. Uh, anything wacky? I'm thinking a similar, uh, similarly to uh, uh, real real spiders with the multiple eyes. You have like multiple windows around the the uh, the pilot's area, the uh, cockpit to. Uh, see out there they're obviously smudged over with like bad drawings and like random paints and other garbage but um you know they they provide a good view of the area around you uh so you're not you know uh snuck up on while you're driving a spider like that some are like fish-eyed some are some are just straightforward you can see a little bit underneath but you have to use that like periscope swing down thing to Get an actual view of the the underbelly. I've got a name. Hmm? Dr. Grackle's electric tackle patented vermin detector. <laughs> yes. Old. I'm down. Old. Fantastic. Fantastic. And it's it comes down on this like four elbowed fucking uh swing around uh, uh arm. You know what I'm talking like this four jointed uh mechanical arm. About, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a mic, like a mic arm with yeah. four joints. Yeah, just the, it just greasy and creaky as hell. Yeah, that's what I want. And it just, it just, it's just a fucking radar screen with little blips that look like fish. I, I love it. I have one other thing. Uh, it is a red button um, behind a broken pane of glass. Uh, with the scratched um, and barely legible words, uh, in case of emergency, push button to drain ballast. Ooh, that's very good. But it is busted. Busted as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. A a ballast draining system is very smart for something that goes underwater. It's under Icker, which makes it ten times worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's thick stuff. Gums up much faster than just rust. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, and I think there's probably, like, some pressurization controls um, yeah. on the inside, too. Um, big descents. 
I mean, yeah, it looks like once upon a time. This thing was like top of the science. line. Yeah, top of the fucking line. It is just busted as shit. It's like getting a a, a supercar from the seventies that no one has taken care of. For <laughs> that a has long been sitting time. since the seventies. Exactly. Yeah. The Homer. Is, um, once upon a time, glorious. Now it is just a piece of trash. Just a big old piece of garbage. Your uncle's firebird. It's your uncle's wacky firebird. He keeps trying to tell you he's a real babe magnet. Nineteen seventy-eight. <laughs> Judging by his declining health, I'm sure he attracted the best kind of babes. So, yeah, pintle mount—that's the fucking word. Ah, pintle, pintle mount. That's what you call a thing you strap a cannon to. Um. So yeah, there's a pintle mount that you can get to from the top. It looks like from the from the sort of surrounding area of the pentel mount. Um, there was a dome that fit into this once, and it looks as if, uh, you know, once upon a time, uh, it, it was able to be used underwater, so maybe a harpoon strapped in here or something like that, maybe a, just something that allowed you to attack things underwater, but uh, for now, that's also busted. Um, neither have a weapon nor a dome. It's all good shit. Are there lights Nobody's- on the front? Yeah, there's okay. supposed to be two. One's busted. Okay. Can I can I uh uh inject a little flavor? And that yeah, the always. the lights are not, you know, your standard electric lights or whatever we're we're using. I don't know the Do we have electricity here? That's <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird thing to ask, but like I mean inspire, there's some stuff that's described as like electricity adjacent, especially with um it's like a, it's a human thing. Galvanic, uh, sort of. Yeah, galvanics. Yeah, galvanics. Um, especially in like the garden district, they essentially have like electric light. That can they instead of lights on the front be two like gin cages? That's good flavor. Yeah, for like little uh, little light gins. A dangerous game having a gin involved in this mad bastard. Uh. Maybe you're we right. Did. Maybe. Yeah. Mage lights are the easy version here. It's just yeah. two caps we've, on top of mage lights. Yeah, we are going underwater in a giant busted spider. I think we've got enough risk. I was going to say, you, you want to throw that my way and let uh, uh, supplies fall out, let a gin loose. I mean, I <laughs> that would be I very fun. I recommend putting that in my hand. Yeah, all right. Never mind. That's up to you. Never this your mind. boat. This is your tarantacular crawler submarine monster. What uh, what is the engine run off of? It's all spire black. Okay, we're gonna need a hefty supply of spire black to keep this fucking thing pumping. Hard. Especially describing kind of like the 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 ship stove and everything. Have, I bet the stove is connected to the engine. Yeah, for sure. So, anybody have any last details to toss onto this bad boy? I'm wondering how the the uh, steering mechanism works. Um. So it both has ambulatory limbs, obviously, which I'm imagining when they're not in operation, they curl up, kind of like a dead spider, yeah. and then they tilt forward, right? So they 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 like make sort of a a slanted ridge along the side. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Along think, both sides. Yeah. For like the actual like in the cockpit, like making this like the levers make this thing go. I wonder if there's like something weird about or something uncomfortable what if it's like the 
You ever feel um, like the hairs on a tarantula? Yeah. I have felt a tarantula. Yeah, they're sweet boys. They're so sweet, sweet right? Um, babies, yeah. I think like maybe all of the sort of controls are sort of like bristling a little bit with that. that those uh, hairs. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like it doesn't hurt. It's just really uncomfortable. Getting in so touch what you're with describing, your machine. Chris, what you're describing is a hairy cock. Fit. <laughs> I'll Stop. kill you, Hunter. Stop. I'll kill you in real life. You won't see it coming. I'll show up is. to your house with a baseball bat. No, you I'll be he's like, killed children. Hunter, he's killed children. He'll kill you, anyone. Hunter, do you remember that time you told us that you <laughs> that we were riding a hairy cock on unhallowed shores? This is for that. Whack! I have your snap map, motherfucker. I know uh, where you live. No, I'm, I'm not on there anymore, bitch. I had a stalker. <laughs> what the fuck? Right, we'll get into that later. Anyways, we'll that later. we've got other um, business. Not an airy cock, but I I do like the imagery that there's like hairs for like, again, sort of one of those Victorian patent medicine things. Like it's like for grip, for stability, <laughs> and it does. It like sticks to your fucking hands. Oh, for mouth feel. Like fucking, they look like fucking eighties koosh balls. <laughs> um, and I'm thinking there's probably like two big levers for the crawler legs. Like you have sort of a a big switch you gotta pull, like a big down handle thing that's up on the ceiling that like descends the legs or puts them back up. There's one that like cranks them forward, cranks them back. You got like a lever that tilts it to the side, you know, or, like it lets you turn. There's probably a lever you engage to like make the legs grip. So like lets them stick into things, lets you stick into ceilings and that like. So wait, um, um the is the way this thing uh, moves through the water its legs? No, it's got it's got a separate set of like inbuilt propellers. On the okay, back. okay, heard. It's not super fast. I would imagine not. Yeah, it's not the fastest. It's a bit of a pleasure cruiser in terms of speed. Um, it can move at a decent clip on land, but in the water, yeah, it's a bit of a putter. You're not going to be out running very much. All right, there is one last thing I think I'd like to add, and I think this will be the 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 ultimate. Like this will be like the big upgrade um i mean it's a fucking spider we gotta have it shoot web out its butt it's a it's a tether it's a grappling hook yeah i was gonna say might as well just make it a tether yeah it's gotta be a tether it's gotta be like a big hefty towing 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 winch hook tether i'm i'm imagining once it's like fully fixed up this is the kind of thing we can launch into a wall and pull ourselves up yeah, pull yourself into a wall and then use the legs to latch. I'm I'm setting the power fantasy up right now that we can work towards of just a, a sp- just a big Spider-Man vehicle. Two That's, major upgrades. That okay. That yes. and right now the legs actually can't stick to anything. Okay. No, that's perfect. Yes. Because it has this fucking wacky ass magic device. You're gonna have to get working that Dooley describes in very weird terms, of it has sort of fangs on the front that aren't really great for attacking very much. You could theoretically kill somebody with that, like a D10. They're like cat claws. Um, what? Like cat claws. Like... What about cat claws? What? Never mind, I'm sorry. You keep going. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, like tarantula fangs. Like okay, a, okay. It's got the fangs. Um, but what they're really for is um, they can scrape material. They can, they can pull the material into the into the into the chassis and then it 
does some magic tomfoolery we don't need to think too hard about. Um, and then it allows the end of the feet to essentially magnetize to whatever material you've put inside of the uh, of the front of the necrotic. Oh, that's good shit. Oh, yeah. that's so real they're not good inherent shit. magnets. It's pretty cool, right? So, like any stone, if you're in meat hell, um, if you're like you know meat in magnet or whatever, it's a meat magnet. Whatever, whatever you put inside of it, you can get a sample of into the crawler. You can then let the legs <coughs> magnetize to that. But it does not hold like a catalog. It can only hold one sample at a time. So do it that way you will. Y'all, I'm very excited about this this boat. All right, hell yeah. Well. Uh, I suppose one last thing, and this is not my business, but it is uh, customary that you name your boat, so fight amongst yourselves. Um, for now, I will teach you the sequence. And uh, Delete launches into a long-ass bullshit bop-it routine <laughs> to show you how to turn this fucking thing on. Takes a solid 30 seconds. And like count to 30 like that's it a while it takes a while there's some waiting periods he like describes there's one point where you have to like sort of pull a chainsaw cord kind of thing you have to do it with a certain rhythm um and then within that rhythm you got to be like smacking a button intermittently um there's some levers you have to pull at the first part and then after you smack the buttons and pull the cord you got to pull those buttons that point then you got to unpress some buttons like it is complex it's very complex if you're not doing anything, it's fine. You can fuddle your way through it. If you're in extreme moments of pressure, we're probably going to roll to turn this fucking thing on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, you all get the gist of it, but it takes a while. Once Dooley's finished with it, he turns around. Okay, everybody get that. Yeah, I got uh, it. Um, uh, that looks fun. It's like dancing. I was never Dancing, but shitty. <laughs> so well, so my dancing <laughs> uh yeah i wouldn't want to see actually i don't know um yeah come on all right okay yeah you ain't gotta be mean about it all right yeah. okay i was Fucking i was fine. thinking that sounded what the fuck mean, do you know huh you said you you made fun of my smell before okay i'm sensitive about that i'm sorry you know i i i apologize Okay. No, okay. hold on. Okay, we do have precedent for making funny a smell, okay? That's something we can, like, we can sense right now. You don't know nothing about my dancing. Then why don't you dance? Why aren't you dancing right now? Come on. Because no, we, you... we, All right, we I guess I'm going to make a... All right, I would like to make a roll. <laughs> Mob starts beatboxing. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. Beatboxing. Oh, yeah. Beatboxing. Bozone <laughs> begins. <laughs> What would this even be? Would this be an evade skill? What's what's the dance <laughs> what's skill? Dancing? I don't think I don't think Hart's equipped to roll for dance. <laughs> Just roll a well, flat. What the flat why the fuck are we even playing? <laughs> All right, I think you're right. Just one d10. Kill. Just roll a d10. Kill it. <laughs> Kill it Kill on the, the dance floor. I don't want. Yes. One out of ten. <laughs> Alessa is a terrible dancer. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, you're the worst fucking dancer imaginable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. an Bliss. 
Not I... a freestyle dance. Alessa <laughs> 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 does this like. She does the cabbage patch, but tries to stanky leg both legs at the same time. <laughs> Wild. And. And also is just making this weird fucking noise. This part is just like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, look at me put some stank on it. That's a lot. That's a lot. To t- Marceline is, is sort of a gape. Is... He can't. Uh... Leach just like, I am going to leave. I don't we, know we how never, you... We never covered this. Is Alessa still wearing her really cool Lady Gaga red robe outfit? Uh, I was thinking about that the other day. That's up to you guys whether or not you ever Absolutely. got out of those Absolutely. You kidding clothes. me? Alessa never took this thing off. Mob Just kept that. Just grimy now. Fuck <laughs> oh, Well, I mean, it was the most... Was the most dancing I've seen in in a week that um Alessa that was you're amazing and if you, yeah I fucking know it if you pulled that shit back at the city of gold you'd have been executed immediately <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for being blunt but goddamn fine all right I get it yeah fine whatever now Still fun therapist. though. I'm I'm glad I saw this before before something bad happened because <laughs> <laughs> this one wonders of the world. You gotta see it at least once. Well, I'm still kicking. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So has left. <laughs> he's, he's gone. All right. He's I hope left. I hope everybody like really memorized. That that whole sequence. Yeah, I, I, I wrote some general notes down. Okay, good. Uh, so we do have to name this thing. Might I suggest the stanky cabbage after my uh, christening of dancing? I'm going to put a moratorium on that immediately. <laughs> and I'm going to say no. <laughs> All right, let's round robin it. Let's see if we can get anything better. Spider. Yeah. Spider. Man. <laughs> spider man. Spy. It's the, it's the spider man. The spiderine. You're the spider man. Call it the spiderine. It's a spider submarine. Spiderine is very good. I'm actually down with that. Yeah, I'm not opposed to that. Hold on. We, no, okay. We have to use, okay. We have to use Spiderine as like, that's our backup. That If we can't think of anything else, Spiderine is it. What color is this thing? Rust. <laughs> no, it's probably bronze. And at one point, it's starting to like turn the green, you know, like vertigree color. Yeah. Yo, there's a. There's a um uh, a species of spider called the pirate spider. <laughs> the further pirateification of Alessa. Shit, I dropped my phone. Fuck. Oh no. Um. Anyways, someone needs to just take my eye out. 
Just going full pirate. It's the further <laughs> piratification of I'm Alessa. Going pirate mode. Piratification of Alessa. It's going to be an episode title eventually. About to go pirate mode. All right. Piratification of the pirate. Full stanky pirate mode. Well, so again, for expedience's yeah. sake, we'll say, "Wow, we'll, you we'll guys do came that up later. with a really cool name." Um, audience will learn whenever we come up with it. A really cool one, I promise. You have other business in Labos. Shall we attend to it? Indeed. Are we splitting? We're splitting, aren't we? I think so. Uh, Who's going where? I'm going to No CN. <clears throat> We got a no CN over here. We got one no CN over here. One no CN. Am I seeing two no CNs? Two no CNs. Y'all, I'll also go to no CN. Spooky little boy. Hey, going for no CN. I think. Are you the other two? You're going to go into the the church? Or a little, yeah. A little chapel. Yeah. How about yeah. the arachnid? Oh God. That's even worse. Yeah. That's, that's, that's worse. Magnitude's worse. Worse. Descending, just like the the spiderine will. Um, we split. Yep. Who would like to go first is the question. Um, we probably only have time to deal with one of these, to be honest. Well, then I think go ahead with the uh, the other the church. Guys. Yeah, yeah, the church. Folks. Church feels right. Yeah, Nosian's a good lead into leaving this place. All right. We had. Little chapel in Lepos. Little outpost of the solar church buried in the heart of a semi-bustling town. It's not a metropolis. Nowhere is a metropolis. and uh, At least not a metropolis of the living. Of course, are the same. The building's the same. Wedged against the side of the entrance to the machine. Helio. Well, hasn't exactly moved. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Um, before we go in, Setson, um, mm -hmm. I, I know this. These uh, these folks did you in, in your your uh, did you dirty some somehow? Um, I'm just wondering. Um, we get in there. We're we're going to get information, right? That's, yeah, that's all we're doing. We're just going to get information. The less. Uh, yeah. The less they suspect us, the better. Yeah, yeah, as, for sure. As cathartic as it may be to completely destroy Adolfo and his associates as soon as I can, um, I don't want to do that because I just have one goal and I just want to get it accomplished without... With as little hiccups as possible. All right, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, let's just get in there. Um, Marceline. Yeah. I want you to know that I don't hold what happened down there. I I I, I hold it against. I hold it against the solar church, not against the people. I mean, we all make choices. We all make bad choices. 
I don't even hold it against you. Uh, uh, look, you're just when when I when I uh, had a choice to save a kid once, I I did, I did. Um, you know, and so that beyond all that, beyond feeling like a piece of shit most of my life, it felt good to do that. So when when you can't do the same thing again, it makes you question whether or not that's that's what you can that's what you're good for that's makes you question whether or not you're even good so it's there's there's so much wrong down here um and he's he's yeah he's part of it i don't know I just, when when we have choices we can make the right one, but when we don't have any choices at all, I mean, what do you do? How do you live with yourself? It was probably better that I didn't know until the very end. All right, let's get this over with. And then you go. Welcome back to my sanctum. How can I help you? Well, um, I'm sorry to, uh, interrupt whatever you're doing here, but, uh, we, uh, we're looking to, uh, follow up on a couple questions, uh, you answered earlier. Yeah. See, um, I know you got your loyalties and what you do here might be important for, uh, folks up spire but understand that uh as a hound i don't appreciate being lied to so much and uh mm. i see yeah so i feel like you could be a little bit more forthcoming with us um me and my friend here what exactly what exactly the solar architects are doing with those Slivers are pulling out of the machine down there. Hmm. Well, I gave partial truth. Turing group came long ago, established a link, provided supplies, support, the safety needed to develop a community of this scale. Slivers for their research, what they're researching, what they plan to do with it. It's not our concerned the community is there were three people who died down there four of them they were part of your community we had a right to know about them if you cared <sighs> boss is a tragedy exploring this thing our sacrifices you know that indeed I do Sets and steps back for a moment and lets Marcelin ha Marcelin handle this. You know, I get it. I get it. Community. Marcelin's mouth goes dry, um, and he uh, he he stares up at this this great man machine. This this rather elfier machine. Just. And seeing the humanity in his eyes and, and Marcelin has to just 
blink a couple times. You understand that none of this is personal, but what those solar architects were doing with uh, with how they killed Limye. I need to know more. Um, so I'm sorry. Um, and Marcelin is going to use his uh, stare down at him. He's going to fix him with a hard, angry eye, the color of hazel. And yeah, he's going to try and hurt him. Okay. All right. Let's uh, do that kill. All right. It's just 3d10. Uh, okay. High is a 10. Nice. Oof. Roll that, roll that stress. Upgrade that damage die. Right. That'd be 1d8. That's a six. Nice. That's a hefty chunk of damage. Um, yeah, he kind of recoils in, in fear against his, his mechanical bearings. And he lets out a screech. You see what I see here? Horror. Yeah. Horror. They've, they've done worse things than you and I have ever done. You see it? Now, I don't want to keep hurting you. I care about someone more than I care about either of us or this entire damn community combined. So you're going to tell me what you know. I don't know what you want from me. What are they using the slivers for? What are they building up there? They're building... equipping, really. A legion. A 34th legion. No. No. Are you fucking out of your goddamn mind? You're damning another, another legion, another. You're gonna what? Pacify the heart again? You've seen the power the thirty third have acquired. That harnessed, equipped, trained, immortality. It would be invaluable. Immortality. 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 I can't... stand by and listen to this shit anymore. Setson's gonna do something impulsive. Ooh, yes please! Yo! <laughs> do it. So, uh... Marching up to the, um... Marching up to the wall where uh, he sits, uh, Setson drops all pretenses. <clears throat> now you listen to me. More people have died because of the Solar Church's research than has been saved. If you continue this, this mad lust for power, I can guarantee you that the only thing that will happen is it will boost the higher status of the solar church and it will continue to make things worse down here. You did not see what I saw. 
You did not do what I have to do. What I had to do down there. I suppose I should be forthcoming with this. I didn't ask about Adolfo for no reason. Do you wish to know why? Put two and two together. You work with the architects, so it must have something to do with her death. He took everything from me. Sorry. I didn't. That's not the point here. What is? You're going to stop sending people into that cave. That's not my call. You're going... Then make it your call. I will personally see to it, if I have to, that nobody ever has to go into that place again. An innocent young man has died. And it is all because of the Solar Church. Lofty goals. Tell me. We stopped sending people into the machine. We cut off aid from the Solar Church entirely. Food. Supplies. The water purification systems were used to draw life out of the ichor. Raw materials to expand our town. Equipment for the Cavaliers. Those who defend us, completely unaware of the Solar Church's fingers buried underneath us like roots. What happens to them? What happens to us? Not so simple, is it? Why do you make it so hard, damn it? You always, all of you, make it so damn hard. Always a transaction. Damn you. And you're just, you're just gonna ruin, ruin everything. It's just like sets and said. You're just gonna hurt more people than you help in a fucking algorithm. And you call yourselves just. By the light of the sun. It is a searing burning thing, the sun. Sit too long in it. Not only the skin of the drow crackle and tear. It is a scorching, destructive force, but it brings life. It brings life here. You wish to destroy the machine and our lifeline to the world above? Fine. Do as you will. I'm sure you can find a way. I'm sure there are skulls to bash, but understand. That blow you'll deliver it will echo to a hundred more skulls than the one you lay it upon. That is your destiny. So be it. What good is a leader who doesn't lead? <laughs> Bread in mouths. Roofs over heads. A sanctum. Can you say the same? It shouldn't take the loss of lives. It shouldn't. <laughs> How quaint. Have you done what you've done so far without killing? From where I'm sitting, I don't see a lot of gardening tools strapped to your back. I see a pair of bloody hands and a broken soldier with a gun. Setson 
has never wanted to kill somebody other than Adolfo more than more in his entire life. Uh, Marcel Lawrence like just steps back, sets him, and he sees this look in your eye, this look he doesn't think he's seen before. We're not coming back here, are we? I, 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 I know what you're saying, Setson, but... It's a yes or no question. Setson, don't, we don't have to do anything rash, okay? I've, I mean, we, we got what we wanted, right? They got what they wanted. Now I get what I want. And I'm gonna roll to kill. Oh boy! Do it. Do it. But nothing else if not antagonizing my players into violence. <laughs> That's something you're proud of? That's an eight. <laughs> Deeply. Nice. Oh boy! Look what you made me do. So. Mind you of your calling ability. Oh shit, upgrade the damage dice. Uh, yeah, I'm not killing anybody this... I'm not killing anybody else tonight. Uh, fuck it. Uh, upgrade that to a... You know what? What? Setson's gonna pop faster, faster, faster. Um, <laughs> to... Well, I guess you kind of have to do that before the attack. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll 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 just take the flat uh, extra damage. All right. D eight. That's a six. Nice. Yeah. Yikes. I take some passes. So I take him. I take some passes. His uh, his stress threshold. All right. Yikes. So, Setson. Uh, Setson crosses his limit. He grabs the elderly man by the collar and he begins to speak let me make this very clear of my intentions I'm going to rise the spire and I'm going to kill Adolfo with my bare hands and there's not a damn thing anybody can do anymore to stop me may you find no salvation in it and may your revenge turn to ashes in your mouth do as you will. I am as ever a servant. If it kills me. Setsun, uh, winds up, um, delivering this brutal right hook across his face. Oh yeah, and I mean, uh, metal wrenches, and uh, I mean, his head snaps parallel, I mean, the opposite direction it should twisting it to face behind him. His face utterly serene. Falls forward, slumped and dead. Setson, what did you do? What did you do, Setson? Why? Why did you do that? Setson doesn't respond for a moment. He's kind of asking himself the same question. He's silent. For about 30 seconds. Marceline. 
this town, it has to, it's not, he had to die. It was the only just thing that was left to do. He was going to keep sending young men like that to fates like what we saw. And, and now they're, and now, now what? I mean, they're still going to. I mean, they've already said they're going to equip at 34th Expedition. I mean, then we find we killed it. one man. We, and what, kill them all? If we have to. Marcelin, let me make one last thing clear. I want Adolfo dead. And I want to be the one to do it. I don't care if it kills me in the process. I don't care who I have to fight leading up to him. I don't care how difficult this is going to be anymore. Once I get that kid to where he needs to be, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to stop this whole goddamn thing. I'm going to avenge every single one of the people that I have lost because of him. And I'm going to do it in the only way that matters anymore. You saw what happened. Limier is dead. Thanks in part to the Solar Church. You're not wrong, but nothing we're doing here is right anymore. You know what you did, you there, you crossed a line. You're no longer just... You're no longer... A, a, you're no longer doing good, okay? I'm doing what has to be done. I'm doing what's right. Thank you for listening to this episode 15 of Unhallowed Shores. I'm sorry about the journey to this particular episode. I know it's been a long one, but after this point, we will be moving to a slightly different release schedule so as to facilitate uh, easier edits. Thank you very much for waiting, and I really hope the episode was worth the wait. I know this is one of our heaviest yet, but luckily, if I can't say anything, the show will lighten for a little while after this. After that, who can say? As always, safe travels, my friends. <laughs>